right, so welcome back to another episode of Bayani Mates. I am Jose de Colongon, the National Convener of AACPH, and we're excited for today's episode, which is entitled Making a Difference One Reap at a Time. Right, Adrian? Yes, uh, thank you, Jose. And I'm Adrian Robles, convener for HR Community of Practice, and we will talk about a topic many Australia awardees are familiar with, the Reentry Action Plan or REAP. Nice, Adrian. L- later on, we'll talk about what REAP means for those who don't know. So anyway, we'd like to take this opportunity to welcome our listeners back to our podcast. Abayani Mates is a podcast by Australia alumni for Australia alumni in the Philippines and abroad. It's a platform where, where we share stories to inspire each other, stories about how we can make a difference to our communities, our profession, and our country. Okay, that's right, Jose. Uh, Bayani Mates is all about the power of community and how building community is so important now more than ever. And speaking of community, we have a number of STEAM community members with us today. So let's start with uh, Ms. Bea Almoite, uh, followed by Nielsen Campit and Chrissy Dabis. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Hi, Bea. Hi. Actually, my full name is so long. My full okay. name is Christine Bernadette Almoite. But I, I always Bernadette. go by the nickname Bea. And then <laughs> this was the topic during my interview as well. Because Miss Milalin asked, why do you call yourself Bea aside from it being your nickname? So I told her, you know what? You cannot spell beauty without B-E-A. And I'm, uh... I feel I'm beautiful, literally and figuratively. I a story. So that's probably probably why I got the scholarship <laughs> sa, ano, sa introduction. So, so, exactly. Isang tip yun, although this is not the topic for yeah. tonight. Magandang yeah. tip yun na make a statement talaga sa introduction mo. Awesome. So yun, I earned my master's degree in international development practice, specializing in gender security and conflict in 2020 at Monash University. So I am a civil servant by day and an independent consultant by night. So that's actually what keeps me pretty busy, but still lovely. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Bea. <laughs> I'd like to call on also uh, Nielsen and Chrissy if you want to say hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Magandang gabi po. Magandang gabi, Sir Sir Adrian. So again, so power tayo, energy. Yes. yes. Uh, so again, good evening po. So I am... Um, Nielsen Campit. So I'm currently a research and development engineer at the Bureau of Research and Standards under the Department of Public Works and Highways. And I finished my master's degree at Monash University. So I took um, Master of Environment and Sustainability, specializing leadership for sustainable development. So I finished that last 2018. So yun lamang po. Wow. Impressive. Thank you. Yeah, very impressive. Ano? Uh, and yes, everyone I think here have interesting reaps. So Chrissy? Hello everyone. Good evening. Ayan. Maraming po salamat for inviting me sa episode na ito. And I am Chrissy Besta. I guess most um, AAS scholars know me kasi parang Uh, nasa kung saan-saan na akong AAS event. Nice. <laughs> And um, 
I finished a dual degree program, dual masters under Australia Award Scholarship. Uh, that is a postgraduate diploma in industrial relations management from De La Salle University. And I continued my master's at the University of Newcastle, uh, master's in human resource management. Wow. That's so awesome. um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed na napasama po ako sa dual degree program under uh, Australia Awards. So I, I completed my degree 2017. Right now, I'm working with the Asia Foundation under two programs. So one of which is Coalitions for Change program, where I'm one of the consulting team for inclusive employment for persons with disabilities at Department of Education. And alongside with that, I'm also working with another program under Asia Foundation that is Care for Peace Philippines. That is cohesion um, on expansive, on re, another, uh, resilience and expansive engagement. So, yun yung pangalan ng program, Care for Peace Philippines under DFAT. And um, I'm one of the consultants working with the Bank Samoro for the BARM Regional Disability Law. Thank you. Thank you, Chrissy. Hindi ka masyado busy, you know? <laughs> Actually, Jose, I was saying that I had the opportunity to work with Chrissy recently. I got her as a consultant for our you know, for a project in our community. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, I love that. Thanks, Adrian. <laughs> but Ayan. wait, there's more, no? There's more, Akala right. Akala nyo, big time na yung mga speakers natin, uh, yung first three. Meron pa, kulang pa yan. So, yeah. at this point, we'd like to introduce two more uh uh, alumni, and that's uh, Attorney Arden and Dr. Jake. Okay, uh, well, good, good evening, everyone. Hello, Jose. Uh, hello, Adrian. And hello, hello. Hello, alumni. I'm very happy to be part of this uh, webinar. So, again, I'm Jason Ibanez. Uh, I got my uh, Australian uh, Leadership Award Scholarship in 2010, and I did my PhD on uh, natural resource management from the Charles Darwin uh, University. So focusing on uh, integrating uh, indigenous ecological knowledge and science. And that topic is a, a very close topic to me because uh, you know, as part of an NGO working to conserve our Philippine eagles, uh, we're working closely with the indigenous peoples across the Philippines. And uh, uh, that uh, study plan was as part of a uh, of a program uh, to improve uh, the way we work with indigenous people. So after graduating in uh, 2014, uh, of course, uh, I went back to my organization. I am, I am now uh, the director for research and conservation of the Philippine Eagle Foundation. And uh, I'm, I'm pleased to share you know, that uh, the program that I started uh, at Charles Darwin University involved, evolved into what we now call our culture-based uh, conservation program. So that essentially is my uh, re-entry action plan, and I'll be happy to share it with you later. Again, good evening. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Doc Jason. Uh, and we'd like to call on Attorney Arvin Razon. Hi. Hi, Jose. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you, Ren, for inviting me to the podcast tonight. 
So I'm Orvin Razon, as uh, Jose mentioned. I'm a lawyer by profession. Um, currently, I'm the legal counsel and deputy data protection officer for ING Philippines. So many of you might know that it's a bank with a digital banking retail proposition. So that actually, uh, I, I suppose I would not have gotten that role actually without my uh, Master of Laws uh, from the University of Melbourne, where I specialized in technology law. So actually, a lot of uh, the things I've learned from my stay in the university, I get to apply currently in my role. Um, I'm also a part-time lecturer in the De La Salle University, which is actually the partner organization for my REAP, where I designed and teach the first digital law elective offered to the commercial law department students in the College of Business. And now I'm teaching the banking and financial technology law and regulation course that I also designed um, also to commercial law department students of the College of Business. So uh, what are my activities? Uh, as you know, Jose, we're quite busy with uh, AACPH, also with, um, with Adrian as uh, one of the conveners. So that's uh, pretty much what keeps me busy. But actually, as you may know, teaching is uh, quite a heavy job. So it takes up a lot of my time then. But it's all fun. It's good. Thank you. So thank, thank you again. And excited to get into this uh, discussion tonight. Right, right. So Arvin is also the head of our tech and innovation community of practice. So uh, Adrian, do you want to say something about yourself? Well, actually, natuwa ako kasi si Dr. Jason pala mas matanda sa akin. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> in terms of batch, no? but yeah, not yeah, in terms of age. <laughs> <laughs> last, ano, last time I was the oldest, no. So they don't even know. They don't even know the uh, Australia Leadership Awards uh, program. Wala na nun ng batch nila. Eh. So I was also an uh, Australia Leadership Awardee. So that's a different component of the Australia Awards during our our time. Um, I took my master's from the University of Sydney uh, in human resource management and industrial relations. So pagbalik ko dito, tamang-tama, I'm, I'm working as HR. Initially, I went back to Meralco, then transferred to an Australian bank. Then uh, I practiced yung consulting, then went to a telecom uh, uh, telecoms company, and now I'm with uh, the biggest uh, logistics and supply chain solutions uh, organization doing talent management. So I was able to uh, no, apply directly what I've learned in, in Australia. When it comes to REAP, uh, nagpabago-bago ako ng REAP kasi nagbago-bago yung aking mentors, uh, which later siguro things that we can discuss, yung mga difficulties that you have encountered. I started my REAP with uh, the civil service uh, kaso by that time na I'm about to implement it, na una, una yung ano, implementation sa civil service kasi uh, I was already in Australia when uh, the, prog the, the project on ano, yung developing the leadership competencies for the government uh, leaders were uh, launched. I was part of that ano, uh, project. And then I shifted my REAP to Philippine Society for Talent Development, which Jose and I were part of. And we partnered naman with uh, Australia Awards, this time in developing mentors for scholars. So yun yung, yun naman yung read ko. 
Right, Adrian, thank you. And for me, so I graduated from Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, uh, Australia, uh, end of 2019. And my REAP is uh, developing a WAS, a supply chain innovation roadmap for the Native, uh, native Animal Farmers Agricultural Cooperative. Um, but when I came back, the pandemic also started. So it wasn't their priority. I mean, how can you think about innovation when you can't even get your goods to market? So we pivoted with the approval of Australia Awards. Uh, we pivoted that project and I can talk about that later. So yeah, I'm so excited. Um, everyone, again, thank you. I know everyone's busy. Um, and thank you very much for, you know, making time for this and for sharing uh, and being so generous about your insights and sharing that to our listeners. So let's get into it. Um, so we've started in a way, you know, talking about our entry action plan. Okay. Um, for the benefit of those who are hearing for the first time that term of re-entry action plan or REAP. Um, can uh, you talk about what is the REAP in the first place and why is it so relevant to both Australia Award scholars and non-scholars? Anyone can answer. <laughs> Aside from saying that it's the scariest part of you know, <laughs> Right, it is. I think the weight is like 50% of yeah. the criteria. 50% no? beauty, as Bea said. Uh, I'm just kidding. And 50% is the reap. <laughs> so anyone who wants to, you know, have an... You know, just give our listeners. Doesn't have to be, you know, the the complete comprehensive. But in in your own words, yes, how would you, in your how own would you words. explain reap to someone who's not an an Australia awardee or who's not an alumni? What is a reap? Gulat kayo na. Actually, gusto ko sabihin sana it's the hardest part of the application, but inunahan ako ni Adrian eh. But for me, REAP really is your ticket or your passport to Australia. More than anything else, it's your ticket or your passport. And for me, I think of it as an exchange gift, really. So this gift isn't something you give to a person or a corporation or to, to Santa Claus even, but to your organization or your country. Because this gift is something you need to work hard for. You have to earn this and you have to cement yourself in the con not really in the country per se, but in your community of practice to make a difference. Because we always say that I know we always want to change the world, but how? So for me, reap is the answer. It doesn't have to be so grandiose. It is something that that is needed in your community. Awesome. I love that. It's a gift, no? It is a gift for the education that we got, it's the return mm -hmm. uh, to a community, to a specific group. But in most cases, it's a group that really needs our help. Right. Well said, Bea. Yeah, mm -hmm. anyone else who wants to share? Or Adrian, or are we good with that? I think we're good with that definition. <laughs> <laughs> I and should I have think, ended with I, thank you. 
pista ka yan. Pista I, I want to hear ano, one more explanation kasi I'm, I'm mindful of our audience. Baka, some of, baka we have an audience here are, who are interested to apply for the Australia Awards. Right, right. Because it. I think they extended the deadline, Adrian. Ano? They yeah, extended uh, the deadline of the submission to end of the month. So yeah, uh, there might be some who hopefully can be inspired to you know tweak or even improve their proposals even further. Anyone else? <laughs> Ako, um, I guess, um, gusto ko yung sinabi ni Bea na cement. <laughs> you cement yourself, no? Apart from helping the the government agencies or kung sino mang community, ang gusto mong tulungan through your read, ano rin eh, um, it, it's like, ano, it's like a career trophy then after accomplishing your read because it gives value to to your skills, to your professional practice, you become more credible with what you do. And ano eh, um makikita talaga na you're not just a simple professional doing this, but you you have a social value. There's social relevance on what you do and what you say and through your professional practice, you're 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 able to to resolve more problems. So parang starting point si reap and you reap the benefits after um, accomplishing your reap. Pakaredandan puro reap. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> a, a, pun intended. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Chris and Bea. Lalo yung tinakot yung mga <laughs> applicants who are reap. Ako yung sorry, kita ba tin? Sorry. Ay, yes. 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 Bea and Chris said no sobrang nakatulong yung trip sa akin no because of that trip it opened a lot of ano opportunities talaga mm-hmm. because hindi naman hindi naman sa naging successful din yung trip ko but because mas napakilala rin kung sino ka mm-hmm. kung ano yung ginagawa mo at yung opisina kinabibilangan mo ah may papel pala kayo dito sa sa bansang ito malaki pala yung role nyo na hindi napapansin ng lahat So because of that trip eh ano eh sobrang nag- magic eh so, sobrang magical siya na yung mga unintended uh, effects niya doon pa lang makikita once na naging successful yung program mo yung reap mo kumbaga Sa akin Jose uh, when, when people ask me ano yung reap uh, I always ask uh, I always remind them kasi di ba when when we talk about the Australia awards uh, and then you tell them Uh, yung mga experiences natin, parang feeling nila, it's too good to be true, yung scholarship. Anong, anong catch, di ba? That's usually what they say. And that's how I explain to them what REAP is. For me, sabi ko sa kanila, REAP is the tangible ano, uh, output of, the pro- of, of that scholarship. Yeah, it's an indication of what you have accomplished or what you have gained in terms of your competency. Uh, dun sa, sa studies mo ron. So when you go back, meron kang something to show or prove na uh, you learned something in Australia uh, aside from have, earning that degree. So ganun namin siya, uh, that's how I explain it to other people so that they will also be uh, prepared in thinking of uh, the, the best uh, topic uh, to submit as they read. Ano yung, sabi ko, ano yung, ano yung competency mo na gustong ma-earn doon and then how are you going to apply that when you go back in the Philippines? That's right. That's right. And it really helps, I think, in terms of focusing your studies. Yep. Like, that helped me a lot 
that some of the school work that I did, I tried to relate it to my leap. So I sort of did some parts of my leap already while also uh, fulfilling some of the academic requirements, mm-hmm. which were great. So, ang ang pagkakaiba siguro natin Jose sa batch niyo no and then kami ni ano uh, Jason during our time uh, hindi pa ganoon ka final yung reap before we leave. So, meron parang nabubuo pa namin yung reap namin while while we're studying. So, meron lang kaming initial reap tapos well ano na, nababago pa siya as opposed to the new batches now. Right. Nandoon na yung you have your reap and it, it's even part of the criteria when they when they ano uh, give you the uh, the award and then yun na parang buo, buo ka na na yun yung gagawin mo during our time uh, that's how i remember it ano doc jason correct me if i'm wrong yun nga hindi masyadong final yung reap so palit ka ng palit while you're studying there depende dun sa uh, exposure mo and the skills that you're earning while studying yes i, I agree adrian ano uh especially nga doon sa batch namin, hindi rin siya actually required uh, to come up with a reap. Pero I think uh, very uh, very timely din yung uh, program ko because it's a very important component nga ng work namin. And the goal really, uh, my personal and of course organizational goal was, you know, do, do this training in Australia and then apply in the Philippines specifically with, our, with the, the kind of work that we do yung uh, theoretical training and of course yung experiential learning that I got no uh, I, I also chatted no, earlier that for me is also you know, rolling up your sleeves and getting your hands dirty no after again uh, getting the training I was very fortunate uh, to be um, working with uh, indigenous tribes no aboriginal groups in Darwin no with the Yolngu tribe of Nulunbuy uh, that was funded of course by Uh, the Australian Embassy, and then uh, that's where uh, we got the idea of creating a similar program, which we now call the Forest Guard Program in the Philippines. So, in a way, itong Forest Guard Program that we are rolling out uh, across the Philippines uh, as part of our culture-based conservation approach is uh, is part of that uh, re-entry uh, action plan. And then up to now, we're still refining it. So, uh, I believe yung yung RIP really is a very practical. Uh, tool no for for designing what you want to change ikanga uh, you know, when you go back to your country okay uh, thank you jason so for ano for better appreciation of our listeners no let's now ask our ano uh, guest to share us about their reap and para mas ma people will really understand it better and also appreciate ano yung ano yung contribution mo uh, for that uh, with that particular reap Can you tell us something about your reap? Anyone? So I will start na lang Sir Adrian, no? Yeah, Nelson. Nelson. Yon. So just a little bit ano back story din na magkukuwento lang ako. Okay lang ba? Kwento lang magkukuwento na rin ako. No? Okay na, okay. Actually, Go. Pwede naman. Uh, Sir Adrian, no? Sir Jose, same din sa inyo, no? Uh, at that time nung nakakuha ko ng Australia World Scholarship din, ah, hindi pa rin ganun kahigpet yung ano, re-entry action plan. Pwede pa namin baguhin. Uh, once nga, na, sabi, gaya nga na sinabi nyo kanina, once na nag-aral na nga tayo sa Australia and nagbabago siya, depende nga sa skills and learning na magiging mo. Tapos, kasi na-inspire ako, yung rip ko kasi, no? 
was based from the video I watched nung nag-aaral pa ako sa Australia. When India made the construction of asphalt road nagawa sa basura, sa plas- sa basura. And then sabi ko, hmm, magandang idea to, no? Because sa Philippines, wala pang nakakagawa nito. Wala pang nakakagawa na basura na iahalo natin sa kalsada. And then, I, since I'm a, a civil engineer by profession, and I'm currently working then sa DPWH, which is the engineering and construction arm of the government. So, pagbalik ko sa Philippines, no? Kinausap ko na agad yung superior ko, so, and si ma'am si madam milalin so i need to consult with her na parang i need to overhaul my ano my reentry plan talaga sin totally iba sa sa na-submit ko before so sabi ko ito na po yung mago kong uh, project na ipo-propose and then nagkataon din kasi may nagpasa ng basura na plastic bag waste no sa office namin so sabi ko kinausap ko ni superior ko akin na to i'll get this one to be my reentry action plan so that's why In 2019, no, we were able to construct the first asphalt road in the Philippines made from plastic bag waste to be constructed in the, ano, in the national road. No? So, kauna-unaan siyang kalsada sa Pilipinas na gawa sa basura. Yung kalsadang gawa sa basura. Galing. Anong street yan? Baka nadadaanan uh, natin. Yung sakop lang kasi talaga ng re-entry action plan ko, Jose, no? yung yung from Tat Avenue from Galaw up to yeah. in front of NBI building so that's southbound wow. sa so pagbaba wow. mo sa UN station no so dun yun yung talagang sakop nung ano ko ng reentry action plan ko Galing. and then nagbunga na siya at nagkaroon ng sustainability because naka-aligned yung eto yung maganda eh pag gumawa ka kasi ng program and this should be aligned dun sa policy or dun sa program ng ng kinabibilangan mo Mm-hmm. para mas maging sustainable siya. So, yun yung laging in-advise ko sa mga ano eh, sa mga mag-apply din ng ano nga ng Sherlock Scholarship. So, mm-hmm. nagkataon naggawa na yung pangalawa, yung second small scale. Yung second small scale ng ano asphalt made from plastic bag waste sa Quirino Avenue naman. So, yun yung naging duplication ng reentry action plan ko. So, ang maganda pa, once na naging successful yung nabang project na yun, magiging legal na ang paggamit ng plastic bag waste sa Philippines as additive modifier sa sadya sa Pilipinas. So, yun po. Galing. Galing ni Sen. may question ako. Paano yun? If if there are uh, LGUs or there are areas na who wants to avail of that, they can just contact you or your... Actually, Sir Adrian, because of that, no, I mean, kagaya ng sinabi ni Bain, nag, nag-open ng ano siya, opportunity, so mas nakilala siya. It was... Ano eh, uh, introduce sa uh, Top Gear Philippines, sa CNN Philippines, sa PTV. So, mas na, na-broadcast yung project na yun, no? Sobrang proud din ako dun dahil nga naging successful siya. And then, private companies are ano din, contacting me now. Gusto nilang gamitin yung plastic bag waste as, ano nga, as additive dun sa kalsada. Pero, kagaya ng sinasabi ko nga, Sir Ilya, no? Hindi pa, ayoko pa siyang ipagamit because it's still under study. Okay. And then ayoko rin mapahamak like baka maging balik sa amin eh. So we need to That's wait right. a, another year po para maging para ma-sure kami maglabas kami ng standard right. specifications na pwede na siyang gamitin sa kalsada yeah. natin. And it can be scaled. Yes, it yeah. can That's be scaled talaga. Na yeah. 
paper. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Ang ganda. Pwede pala, no, pag, duma- pag may nagtanong, ano ba yung nag-sample ng RIP? Nakikita mo yung kalsada dun sa may TAF? Correct. Yes. Yan, sa harap ng MBI. Baka mag-back out na yun. Actually, parang nga, ang dami nang ang dami nagko-consult na nga sa akin because of that trip no natatakot na sila magpasa nung interaction pa na also may batchmates din no parang hindi nila do bang ginawa mo parang ayun na namin mag magpasa no na pressure masyadong ginalingan mo Nilsen correct eh lang naka-align lahat nung nung stars eh so parang binigyan ko na yung opportunity na yon parang sige laban ko na to kasi kung papatagalin ko pa eh wala rin mangyayari. So, yun, uh, yun nga po. Uh, uh, actually, maganda yung sinabi mong alignment, no? In uh, a way, parang sinabi din ni Doc Jason kanina at ni Adrian na it's really an alignment of your own values or kung aning, you know, aning, what you're passionate about and then ano yung kailangan ng organization that you're partnering with or the community that you're working with. And, and of course, yung education mo sa Australia. So parang pag nag-align nga yung tatlong and, yun. And the need. And, and the need. And the need. And, and the need, right? So pag nag-align yung apat na yun. So it's, it's really a great, uh, I would say, a great recipe when for especially for those who are just in the process of you know thinking about yes. their reap okay so my reap is the gender and development code of the bank samora government so before because this is a new government we're only two years in service now we had this before in armm but there's so many gaps that needs to be addressed that need to be addressed so that's why we have to develop a new code because this is a new government we cannot just adopt what was previously had before sa ARMM. So this code recognizes and adopts the principles laid down by international and local laws with respect to gender equality, elimination of all forms of discrimination against women, the LGBTQIA plus community, and women empowerment. So this is a tangible uh, document. Galing. Galing, Bea. It's also quite inclusive, ano? similar to Chrissy, but in a different way. Yeah. And something also that's very needed, that's what Doc Jason uh, also mentioned. And uh, maybe we can hear also from Attorney Arvin. Although you touched on it okay. earlier. Yeah. Yes. Um, so actually, it's all about uh, teaching digital law. Uh, researching about digital law and getting other people to research about digital law. So um, I compressed it in the subject that I was teaching um, and for five consecutive terms actually until last year before I decided to focus on banking and fintech law. So because um, my experience before I left for Australia was that I was in a law firm where I was doing a lot of technology law matters. So I was um, assisting in uh, providing legal advice to different tech companies that uh, we know of. But I realized that these uh, things uh, are really uh, matters that I studied back in law school. And there had to be more conversation um, going on uh, in the academy before we can even uh, begin to apply uh, the legal issues or the legal concepts to them. So I decided to focus on technology law. So um, researching about digital law, that was something I did when I was in Unimelb. So I did research about the various aspects of digital law and how it applies in the Philippine context. And obviously when I returned, I compressed it into the uh, into one subject, um, compressing basically everything that I've learned from 
uh, my master's studies. And then as a capstone project, I asked my students to either think of a business uh, idea with a technology law angle that has not been um, offered before in the Philippines and what legal issues they raise, or they will also do a paper, right? Uh, analyzing legal issues in a, a digital law context. So yun yung, I guess the application or the way that I would perpetuate uh, research about digital law. Nakatakot naman maging professor si attorney Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Pero feeling ko magaling siyang professor. Parang, parang Naka-guest naka ako sa klase niya. Assignment. But at the same time, you're contributing to the, ano, no? to the digital law, yung, yung output. And also to the technology. Galing? Yeah. Yeah. Siguro I would say then, ano, if I could also add, kasi I also invited Jose, kasi I invite other uh, graduates na may digital... Um, angle yung inaral nila like Fatima, you Jose kasi what I wanted was not to think about law in such a legalistic manner kasi uh, well, I don't mean to be critical about the profession and how it's being taught in the Philippines obviously but I think there's another way or a refreshing way and a fun way to study it so yeah. naisip ko na maybe that could be done via digital law via the subject that I teach right, right and it's great I mean it was a pleasure talking to the students of Arvin and I guess that <laughs> right So, um, oh, yeah. na-enjoy oh, hindi, oh, hindi ka. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I think we sort of um, you know, we wanted to actually we want to talk about what advice could you give to people for those who are still in the process of selecting a reap. Um, you know, we already mentioned a lot actually. We talked about alignment, we talked about anchoring it on the needs of the community or the country. Um, is there anything else that you would want to add to that? Um, for me, don't do a read that sounds really good. Yung maganda lang nice. pakinggan. Oy, I like that. Maganda lang ang title na parang sounds intelligent. Wag po ganun. <laughs> Gusto ko yan. Oo. I love it. Oh. I have to be I have to be very honest and frank here kasi hindi naman yan sa ganda ng title. <clears throat> yung sounding intelligent, sounding, in the, sounding intellectual, mm-hmm. I would say, and I would advise na research about the problem of a certain community. As much as possible, you should know it by heart. Kasi, REAP is not just a REAP, no? It, it requires effort for, for you to implement that. Hindi siya... Um, <clears throat> Basta project lang na gusto mo lang siyang gawin kasi it feels good. But apart from it feels good because you 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 have a passion for it, uh, make sure that you are um, very much aware kung ano talaga yung issues ng community. Kasi uh, sa, ano, sa selection process, when you're applying for uh, Australia Awards scholarship, you have to make sure that you'd be able to explain to the panel the value and the social relevance of your REAP. For example, in my case, um, I chose uh, inclusive employment issue of persons with disabilities because this is a pressing issue that nobody has or nobody's putting attention to. So 
I have to shed light on 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 this issue, especially on the labor laws in the Philippines. Na, ah, uh, marami tayong policies. We have equality laws, but for me, based on my research, based on my personal experience, hindi naman talaga siya fully implemented. So I have to research why, and I have to understand why labor laws on equality for marginalized groups are not actually being implemented what seems to be the problem so you have to know where the problem is rooting from and i discovered that it's about the ignorance of the people ignorance of the implementer so doon ka makapag nakapag research ka kasi ng facts doon mo mabubuo yung reap mo doon mo makikita how you want it to be resolved and and uh, you'd be able to find the steps how to make it happen so you have to be in love with your reap and you have to yeah. you have to love your reap and you have to you have to know it by heart kaya nga ang sinasabi sa reap eh, look for a community that needs help or look for an issue or a problem that needs solution na pwedeng solusyonan ng ating expertise. So given nga that my expertise is uh, HR for 16 years, so yun yung area na I focus talaga since uh, it's very related to inclusive employment. Galing. Thank you. Galing. That's really great advice, ha, Chrissy. Love your reap. At least I'm oh. one. Correct. <laughs> Actually, susunod at susunod siya sa'yo. <laughs> Nilsa wanted to say something as well. Ah, yun. <clears throat> so, kasi yung pag, pag nag-ender ka kasi sa, sa sorry, sa Australian Award Scholarship, no? we have open category at targeted category. No? So, iba rin kasi yung experience namin sa targeted category kasi because we need to to make a rip that will be beneficial dun sa kinabibilangan naming ano no office but for for me no based on my experience no i can give four tips no to have a right trip kumbaga yon i have four rights nice. so apat nice first uh, nice. una muna you have to have a right degree of course so if you want to implement a right trip dapat alam mo yung right course or degree for you kasi once in a lifetime opportunity na yung mag-aaral ka sa Australia eh. So naka, natulong ka, natutukan na, nakatu- makakatulong ka pa sa bansa mo. So dapat alam mo kung ano yung course yung kukunin mo to be able to implement your RIP. Second, ra- second right is to have a right project. No? It can be a program, a research, an innovation, a development, or an improvement. So most importantly, it depends on the need of your office, complemented, of course, with your acquired skills and learning from, from Australia, no? Tapos, third right is right people. Should be right beneficiaries, right mentor, right supporter, collaborators, or support groups. No, Of course, in, in implementing your RIP, you must know who is your, benefic- your right beneficiaries. No? This is very important so you can measure the impact of your re-entry action plan, whether it is effective or not. So another thing, you need to have a right mentor kasi that, that person will guide you in implementing your RIP. No? And of course, dapat alam mo rin yung right groups or person that will help you to implement your RIP. No man is an island, of course. Very cliche, pero impor- importante siya pag mag-implement tayo ng RIP. 
you have the freedom naman to choose the right people that will collaborate your reap because the, these people will help you to find and produce resources no so kaya makakatulong ito to be able to implement your reap and the last right is right time it's all about timing because timing is everything you are the one controlling the timing and you are the one taking the action kapag wala kang ginawa so that is your move so to understand the timing you have to understand the connection between your goals and your environment so meaning for every one of your actions in implementing your reap there's a reaction in your environment so so Clearly, you need to align talaga as much as possible your REAP objective with the environmental forces. Ano ba itong mga environmental forces na ito? Ito yung beneficiaries mo. So, to cause the least amount of stress or conflict. So, but when, when, when is the right time nga to implement your REAP? So, ide- ideally, it should be today, now, now, within two years upon your return. But, of course, nga may mga challenges tayo na na kailangan ma-face and we need to resolve that. So, yun, yun yung for right na lagi ko sinasabi to be able to implement the right PNP action plan. Right so, course. ito pala, ito pala, Nilsen, yung stars na sinasabi mong naka-align kanina. Yes, ito po yung naka-align. Ito yung laging sinasabi kasi star pala is the right degree, project, people, and time. And time. And the mentor, no? Kasama siya sa people. Under siya ng people. The right people. Yeah. Yes po. Galing, galing. Anyone else who wants to add to that before we talk about the challenges, which is, I think, marami tayong kwento din dyan. Siguro if I can add, Jose. Yes, go ahead. Um, pag-agree ako doon sa sinabi ni Chrissy at saka ni Neil, no? uh, also I would add, it's okay to be simple in your reap as long as it's doable. And I guess yung value add that I can share is that uh, As long as you are secure and confident in yourself, okay na magka-doubts along the way. As long as you latch on to your plans. Um, I don't know any other way of saying that. And I think I can speak uh, for myself when I, say, when I say na a specific personality is not required. right? Um, other applicants may have the idea that you have to be an extroverted person, you have to be outgoing, have so many connections in order to push through you with your leap. But I think I can say na that's not required kasi... For me, for example, I know a lot of lawyers also in the technology law space. And siguro hindi naman ako yung pinaka-network na tao. Hindi rin ako very outgoing or extroverted. But I believe that in my own space or in my own corner, I can still make a difference in my own um, industry, which is technology law. So I guess that's uh, one thing that I can add. Thank you. Thank you, Attorney Arvin. So I love that. No? Tiwala sa sarili. <laughs> because if you don't believe in yourself, who else will? No? So we can now go to the challenges. Right, Adrian? Yes, yes. Yun yung ano, uh, exciting part. Eh. <laughs> This is where we right. can uh, relate, <laughs> relate with the most. So tell yeah. us about the challenges and how you, were you able to overcome them? Yeah, your top challenges. Hindi ko na kayo bibigyan ng background music ah, while you're sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ano yung mga pinagdaanan nyo? Yung talagang it was so hard. But then, the other part of it is how did you overcome them? Okay. Yung challenges na napapa ano, napapawalling kayo. <laughs> <laughs> Gusto ko yan. Walling. Let's start with, ano, Bea. 
Oh, for me, well, it's really challenging. Uh, to be honest, it's not a hundred percent pa yung rip ko. Hindi, hindi pa siya completely nagawa because okay, we're just yan. waiting okay, for it yan. to be passed yeah. sa parliament. But the major challenge for me, part, kasi open category ako. So I resigned from my previous job. Upon returning, oh, I have no organization. Kasi I changed rip. Guilty ako sa mga, ano, sa mga scholars na nag-change ng rip. Okay so, lang yun. Actually, they allow it naman talaga, di ba? Yes. They just want you to have a justification. And, and I think that's also a message to our listeners. If you feel that, you know, after listening to this, gusto mo magbago ng REAP and you have a better REAP that fits, I would probably say, go ahead, di ba? Kung nandun talaga yung need, yung, yung, yun, yung stars na sinasabi ni Nisa. Yes. At yung alignment na sabi ni Doc Chase. I agree, Jose. Then, 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 forcing to implement it pero hindi correct. correct you can force love diba <laughs> <laughs> diba sabi nga ni Chrissy okay go sorry go ahead there it's okay uh, so isang challenges ang dami kasing issues particularly kasi i feel the Bangsamoro region is quite different from the entirety of the Philippines so for example family planning that is not allowed before in in ARMM so in the gender and development code that is not allowed So what we're trying to do here with the new God Code is to allow it because ang mahirap din is, katulad ang sinabi ni Ms. Crazy kanina, ang daming ignorant. Especially because there are so many people who are uneducated. Because itong family planning, they don't allow it because these are not stemmed from their religion but from their law, from their traditions, their culture. So isa yon na binabago natin. Another thing is child marriage. It was allowed before. Even up today, allowed pa rin siya. Kasi hindi pa sobrang napas tong God Code eh. So, just a quick story. Last year, there was a 13-year-old girl na namatay because of maternal bleeding. Imagine, 13 years old. So, her womb was too soft to carry this baby. And I felt, we have to change the God Code. With this new God Code, we do not allow child marriages. And another thing is, because if, for example, rape, especially in rural communities in the Bangsamoro, in the Bangsamoro region, either pakasalan mo yung nang-rape sa'yo, or... Oh my God. Yes. Or ang magde-decide nun is yung barangay chairman nyo or yung community leader nyo. So this is what we're trying to change. So very challenging yun. Kasi kultura nila yun eh. Talaga naging... Na-engrain na yun sa kanila. So kailangan mo siyang baguhin. So that is so challenging, especially for community leaders because they decide in their community. So I think that for me is the most challenging part. And how are you overcoming it? Obviously, hindi pa tapos ang laban, ano, but... Yes. Um, what are the ways that you are trying to overcome or overcoming it? Number one is to not, to, not only to educate myself, but to educate them as well. Powerful talaga, especially for the Bangsamoro, because it's a Muslim community, is the Hadith or the Islamic teachings. Kailangan pakitaan sila. And also, there should be sheikh, mga religious leaders who will support you in this. So, that's how I over, overcome it. Galing, galing. I think, Bea, no, parang similar to the approach that Chrissy did. No? Um, for as long as you are focus on what you are trying to accomplish with the reap no you will not be distracted with all these challenges and then yung 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 continuous research mo uh yun yung what keeps you going diba kasi may na-unearth ka na 
yung mga new new information that will help shape yung ano yung read mo yeah galing galing si Doc Jason ikaw naman di ba you work with the indigenous peoples right and probably iba din iba din yung pag-iisip nila and obviously this topic of conservation which is also very i would say tricky yes uh, that's right to say no uh, and, and and you're right yun yung mga challenges then uh, of uh, implementing itong shall we say a new way of doing uh, conservation work with indigenous peoples uh, of course meron kang mga expectations uh, if for example in one community it was very successful and so you're no, a very energetic hype up and moved on to another community. Pero iba yung dynamics. Uh, and I think that's where the, the challenge comes in. No? How do you then tweak your approach? How do you change your mindset? No? Um, and then also, again, how do you influence them no? uh, to, to change their mindset also uh, about what you're trying to offer? Um, so it takes a while. Uh, it takes patience. But uh, I think yun nga, a an ounce of humility nga, and then uh, having uh, listening ears. No? Uh, I think yun yung isang um, very important then. Uh, and I think in general, this is very important. Um, trying your best no, to get into their shoes, so to speak, and then see the world from their perspective. And, and, and uh, in our case, no, uh, as a yun, yun, uh, scientifically trained person, we're, we're taught to think in, a, in one way, and then indigenous peoples, no, they don't have uh, formal education or very few have formal education. So uh, they don't uh, receive the same uh, brain training or, or, or thinking that we've got since we were kids. No, we got that from our formal education. So it's, it's, it's really challenging to align. No? Um, and you know, if I may uh, share one short story, lang, uh, we just rescued a uh, Philippine eagle chick, no, two months old. Uh, from the wild, no. Uh, and this chick was stolen by uh, by a farmer, uh, a non-formally educated farmer, in the uplands. And the uh, motivation niya basically is that, pag tinurn over niya yung two-month-old chick, he would get a reward, okay, for it. Um, so obviously, uh, wala siyang conservation values, no. And we we all agree that that's part of it is also. Uh, upbringing and uh, yung, uh, education, and uh, and you would understand that in the time of pandemic, no, and it's re- uh, there there there's really poverty in the uplands. They're one of the uh, badly hit, no, itong, uh, because of the pandemic. Uh, any opportunity, of course, to earn money uh, would be grabbed, no. Especially since indigenous peoples are already part of the market, no. I think it's romantic to say that they want to live uh, as you noble savages no they're they're tied to the market they need money and and they need that to to raise a healthy family um so what do you do do you do you incarcerate him no do you jail him or do you find that as an opportunity to show that you know if if you if you you learn to do conservation um and if you you uh, uh you agree no to to partner with us no there's a philippine eagle pair there so definitely we should be there <laughs> and try to protect this eagle and and he gave the bird and we came up with a partnership no uh, we we will engage him as a forest guard and and inform the community that there's also opportunity in conservation so so i think itong mga these are the situations where you know uh, it's not ideal 
but you need to be patient. Um, um, you 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 need you need to be to be active at addressing the issues that you see it, and then siguro bitawan mo yung mga mental models mo, and then just deal with the issue as it comes and use your experience and then your wisdom doing it. So I, I think that's one of the, the challenges. And again, how we overcome it, again, patience, negotiation, uh, having a listening ear, and then of course, yung sincerity in, in addressing yeah. itong mga issues. Galing, galing. And I, I really admire that, I would say, very respectful approach, Doc Jason. Ano? Uh, instead of just, you know, ramming it down their throats, eto dapat, mali kayo, hindi kayo marunong. You're actually quite respectful in terms of your approach, what you basically, what you essentially said. Yes, yes. And it, it really it really helps. No? Uh, it really helps a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Isang. I have another question for everyone. Yeah. Uh, oh, wala to sa script. <laughs> Go ahead. Maganda kayo. Ito na. Kasi I, I were very impressed with your reaps, no? Uh, I'm interested to know what specific ano, skills, topics, or even experiences uh, that you've gained in Australia that helped you in implementing the REAP. Yung something that uh, uh, either the competency that you were able to, to gain or maybe you were inspired by your experience or a topic in the class na, that really helped you with your REAP. What was that? Parang kanina si Doc, uh, Doc Jason, I was asking him kasi when he was talking about the uh, culture-based conservation, parang naisip ko, ay, parang mga aboriginals palang IP datin, di ba? So, tinanong ko si Jason, Jason, ano ba to? Uh, was it inspired by how the Australians ano, treated their aboriginals? So, Doc Jason, share mo yung Yes. Yes, Elia, that's true, no? Uh, one of the inspiring uh, programs of... Uh, The Australian government uh, is what they call the Caring for Country program. So, what is this program? See, it's about you know the aborigines who have traditional ownership of their ancestral lands. The management of ancestral domain and its resources was given to them, uh, and then the government provided grants, uh, technical skills, and then assistance to them while they do their moral obligation of taking care of their ancestral domain. So, I thought. You know, this is perfect for the Philippines, where you have uh, where more than 80% of our remaining forests are actually within ancestral domains. And then, since forest is the backbone, no, the foundation of their culture, if they stay inside the forest, if they roam the forest, and if they protect the forest, they're essentially uh, nurturing their culture. No, uh, as we all know, the uh, belief system nila revolves around the forest. That's why they have very intimate knowledge uh, of the forest. So. So that's that became my mission. No? After doing that uh, exposure, you no, know, I I got a two-week exposure working with the Dimuru Rangers of uh, uh, Nulunboy. You no, know? they belong to the Yulnu Aboriginal group of the Northern Territory. Um, I saw the potential of that approach. So I think that's where the rip uh, uh, began, no, in my mind, and then I started uh, writing it down, and then of course uh, doing my thesis. This is on it. So in terms of competencies, of course, yun, yung, um, yung, uh, yung knowledge no, I got from, from that internship that was very uh, foundational, working with the indigenous peoples. Um, and of course, yung, uh, yung knowledge that I got talking to 
to the aborigines. Um, and then of course, yung, yung, yung competency, yung theoretical training mo, framing yung, yung, yung idea as an action research. No, you document it, you write it down, and then you share it. Uh, so may evidence ka, basically as we all know, it's you know, documenting best practices. And that's siguro one of the, shall we say, emerging best practices that our organization is trying to contribute to uh, the field of community-based conservation. Uh, and then, of course, yung, it's um, yung, yung uh, demeanor then ng mga aborigines uh, in Australia. It's very similar to our indigenous peoples. In fact, may mga stories pa yung mga aboriginal groups doon that they, in the past, no, Filipinos, indigenous Filipinos actually uh, came to Australia and they were also talking about you know, some trees that were planted by these maritime indigenous peoples within their within their borders. So, so I, the, the, the experience was very rich and that's what basically, uh, what, what I got no, from, from my Australian education. That's really great, Dr. Uh, Jason. To Adrian's question, my answer is, I'm inspired by the equity principle of Australian culture. Sobrang na-inspire talaga ako how they, they treat people equitably, not just persons with disabilities, but all marginalized groups in Australia, like elderly, uh, women, LGBTs, um, even yung origins. Uh, ito yung gustong-gusto ko na inad ko na skill sa, sa RIP ko. How to develop a tool where equity is reflected. Apart from equity principle, I also learned yung organizational development, how it can help policymakers, policy implementers to implement the law properly and effectively. Kasi nga, nabanggit ko kanina sa earlier discussions natin, the, the reason why I did that leap is to make sure na makatulong ako sa mga policy-making bodies, especially sa government, how to implement uh, the policies on equality, specifically yung mga disability-related laws natin, how to implement them effectively. Kasi nga, ang issue ko, and uh, yung nakita ko rin issues ay yung paano ba talaga nila mai-implement ito given na may law naman tayo. So I found the answer through organizational development. And I'm very proud um, that my professor became my mentor also while I was there. So para bang ginagawa ko ng RIP ko while I was still in Australia kasi I'd been consulting my professor sa org development, sa organizational behavior and design as to how I can um, uh, trace the steps kung paano talaga magagawa yung RIP ko. Kaya sa akin, very precious yung experience ko studying in Australia kasi I guess masasabi ko talaga na I found the answers there. Kaya siguro naging mabilis and madali din yung implementation ko ng RIP. Thanks a lot, Chrissy. And thanks for the tip too, no? Uh, and ask help from your professors. That's great. And uh, there's really a lot of things that we can be inspired of um, coming from our educational experience. Uh
Okay, when it comes to ano naman po sa competencies na na-acquire ko sa Australia. Ah, uh, na-amazing ako how Australia is so innovative, especially yung Monash University when it comes to making a change. Ah, uh, so when I did my master's degree, no, I appreciate the the inter- interdisciplinary of the ano of meeting different professionals from different fields of expertise no so because of that i was able to learn how to how to innovate paano sumugal ang magiging problema ko na lang dito pagbalik ko sa philippines how will apply that kind of ano innovation dito sa philippines how will i relate my masters that i gained in australia tapos dito sa Pilipinas, paano ko siya i-relate sa pagiging civil engineer ko? So, yun yung nag-bridge eh. Yun yung nag-bridge nung gap na yun. That's why I was able to to implement my RIP. Siguro ako, yung top challenge ko was um, how can I soak up as much knowledge as I needed to implement my RIP when I returned. So, um, it's about managing my time and at the same time, Um, having that connection with my mentor. Kasi obviously, as uh, Chrissy mentioned, kapag open category ka, wala namang kasiguraduhan yun eh, pagbalik mo eh. So, um, it's about um, nourishing that relationship, even if you're apart from each other, so that pagbalik mo, uh, you can really successfully implement your RIP and have a plan B. So, I also looked for another university that might be interested in taking in my plan. So, yun yung main challenges ko. But as for the Um, yung other question about what I learned from uh, Australia. So it's pretty obvious na yung natutunan ko talaga yung ginamit ko for the REAP, right? Which is uh, uh, the course that I taught. But actually, another thing that was helpful for me was to present in various conferences. So for example, I presented in the International Legal Ethics Conference and uh, the Digital Citizens Conference. So that gave me an idea na parang how that's not uh, usual in the Philippines, right? In universities in the Philippines. Pero in Australia, they have those events where you can actually talk to each other, uh, other ac- academics, other professors, other researchers. And parang that will give you a sense of how um, boundless, I would say, yung, uh, how they treat education there. So um, yeah, so that's really learning, uh, having a different perspective about how teaching can work apart from how we usually know it uh, here in the Philippines. So yun yung, I guess, uh, an important learning that I had from, uh, from Australia. Which I tried, oh sorry, which I tried to, um, um, which I tried to incorporate, kasi nga, I have this capstone project, right, where they would uh, come up with a research paper or a business idea. So yun yung parang, I guess, uh, Uh, a conversion of those conferences here in the Philippines or how I try to implement it at least. That's great. Thanks a lot, Arvin. Okay, so uh, very interesting yung mga sagot nila. Yeah, definitely. Nila in, in competencies and experiences. And the reason I, why I asked that question, Jose, because I want to encourage our listeners, particularly those who are Uh, who have not yet completed their reaps or are, or are considering changing their their reap topics na you, perhaps you can go back to your for, to the competencies you gained in Australia or to yung best experiences new there perhaps that will help you uh, think of an appropriate uh, reap for you to work on 
while for those naman who are still applying for the Australia Awards, it's an encouragement to you na these people uh, have to learn a lot in Australia. They were not able to do this RIP naman without that uh, education. So, of course, they can talk expertly about this RIP uh, because of that education. Pero uh, the Australian education talaga really prepared them uh, for, for this uh, RIP. So, okay, matakot na nag-a-apply pa lang kayo, parang feeling nyo, paano ako gagawa ng RIP, hindi ko magagawa. That's precisely the, the essence of Uh, applying for the scholarship because you want to go there and study, earn that expertise or the, the that knowledge so that you can do your REAP. So, hindi, impossible naman kasi na magagawa mo na yung REAP while you're here. So, for our last question, uh, quick lang ha, kasi wala na tayong oras. So, any advice you would like to share with our listeners who may, who may be about to start or in the middle of implementing their REAP? I'll start siguro, no? And this happened to me. Uh, yung dis- distractions and uh, procrastinations, ano, uh, we're very prone to that, especially when you uh, go home and then many opportunities no, being offered to you. Um, that's okay. You, know, uh, you, can, you can do these things, but find your way back. Ikang. I think the reason why you came up with your REAP is that, again, you fell in love with it. Uh, it's close to your heart. So find a way to, to go back to it, um, you know, push it, and then, you know, enjoy uh, every step of the way. I love that, uh, Doc Jason. Ano? That's really, again, very, very useful. Yeah, and I can totally relate to that, Doc Jason, <laughs> as I'm also in the process of completing my REAP now. And there were a lot of distractions, some of them within my control and some of them outside of my control, um, COVID being one of them. So, and if I related to what Adrian said, really going back to also what your competencies are, if you really need to change and adapt. Nilsen, any advice? Yeah, so yeah, sabi ko nga, no, uh, I did not expect these things to happen. But I assure everyone that I really work hard for this since they gave this opportunity. I just really want to help myself to be better so I can help our country better too. So I learned that you don't have to be in the authority or to have a positional power to make a change. You can lead and be a game changer from where you are. As long as you have the passion and dedication to serving the country. So I encourage everyone to be a catalyst for change so you can make a difference. So yun lamang po at maraming salamat po. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Nielsen. Um, yeah, uh, Bea? My advice if you're starting your group is sobrang simple lang. Do not try to solve all the problems in the world. Kasi the thing is, when you're doing your group, gusto mo lagi... Katulad nga sinabi ni Ms. Chrissy kanina, parang pagandahan ba ng title or pabonggahan ba? But actually, no. And I always have to remind myself, simple problems require simple solutions. So, laging ganun lang. And then, I think, hindi makikita to ng listeners, but I, <laughs> talagang sinulay ko siya sa wall ko. My tip would be to believe in yourself all the time, any day, any time. So, that's it. That's my advice. I love that. Thank you, Bea. And Chrissy or Attorney Arvin? Okay, maybe I can uh, uh, raise my point. Na siguro my advice would be to take stock. 
of what you've learned or what you will learn in Australia. Because I think uh, the point, uh, one of the points that we made here is that your reap is not final and cast in stone. You can still change it. So in that regard, it will always help for you to uh, keep a, uh, an inventory, right, of what you've learned. And actually, you don't have to be so mechanical about it because you know what you know naman eh, by the time you get there. And meron at meron kang convert don into a reap that will be helpful and simple enough that uh, that will make a difference in the Philippines. Thanks a lot, uh, Attorney Arvin. Ako then I kept all of my notes. And when I was doing my reap, binabalikan ko siya. <laughs> and uh, Chrissy? Um, sa akin naman, uh, since na-mention na nila lahat yung magagandang tips to how to to implement your REAP, ang ma-add ko doon, uh, panindigan nyo yung REAP nyo, the way na panindigan nyo yung Australian education nyo. Kasi uh, you, really, you really have to push hard yung REAP because it's something that you believe in. Eh. It's like in my case, I pushed it even if feeling ko parang walang tatanggap ng reap. Because remember, ang reaps natin, most of the time, unique siya. Most of the time, innovation siya of something. Ang ma-advise ko is just um, push harder and make sure that it happens. Kasi um, pag na-accomplish mo kasi yung reap mo, it's like you have solved one of the many problems in the world. And you'd be happy that you're part of the solution and not part of the problem. Awesome. Awesome advice, uh, Chrissy. Um, so again, thank you to our guests. Really, really, really insightful and I would say very inspiring uh, you know, insights coming from you. Uh, from Bea, Nielsen, uh, Chrissy, Dr. Jason, and Attorney Arvin, thank you again for sharing your experiences and insights. We hope to have you here again soon. And indeed, we also hope that in the future, we can have more of our alumni and everyone in our Australian communities to be part of our podcast. And if you, our listeners, have suggestions on topics for future episodes, please message us on our Facebook page or our community site. Until the next episode, thank you very much, Adrian, and chat with you again soon, Bayani Mates. Thanks, Bayani Mates. Until next time. <laughs>